Good afternoon and welcome to the end of day report from Marcus Today. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 28th of April. Today's headlines, we saw the ASX 200 up 31 points, closing at 7,065, only a mere 97 points below the all-time high. Not huge volumes again. We did see a high today of 7,077 and a low of 7,029. Once again, a relatively narrow trading range. The reason for the big rise today after dithering around at the open, unsure which way to push itself, uh, the core CPI came in today at a record low of 0.3%, leading to a yearly rise of 1.1%. So that does give the RBA absolutely no excuse to be talking rates higher, and it's certainly longer and lower for much longer on the back of those numbers. So that was uh, certainly good for industrials, good for the banking sector with that short end of the curve remaining very low. 10-year bond rates 1.72%, so pretty steady there. Aussie dollar did come off a little bit down to 77.42, which helped there. The big bank basket had a good run today up to $173.32. The Alltech index up 0.3%, so a little bit muted in tech stocks. Dow futures currently down around 30 points. Australian gold was steady today at 22.85, but unfortunately the gold sector was anything but steady today with some big hits in Newcrest down 3.4% and Northern Star down 5.2%. So definitely some profit taking heading into the gold market at the moment. Second line is also faring pretty badly. We are seeing production numbers as well coming out from a lot of resource stocks at the moment. So there are some stocks that are being hit harder than others on those production numbers. A dollar, as I said, 77.42. Bitcoin higher at 54,644. Japan mixed with uh, up 0.5%. China very much flat on the day so far. But certainly it was all about that CPI number today. Insurers also pushed higher on the back of that number. Uh, We had QBE up 3.5% and Insurance Group of Australia, IAG, up 2.7% with Macquarie joining in the fund up 1.3% today. So they were doing well too. Industrials though saw some good action. We had West Farmers up 1.1%, Coles up 1.5% and Woolies down 0.6% as that price war could be uh, starting to heat up. Telstra up two cents, three dollars forty, up 0.6 of a percent. And Seek had a good day, up 2.2 percent. We also saw today some of the uh, real estate investment trust groups picking up. Dexas up 1.9 percent following their win against the AMP Capital RET uh, fund, so they were doing well at 1.9 percent. And Mervac had uh, a positive announcement about property sales and certainly enjoying the booming property market up 3.1% today. Healthcare as well in focus. We had CSL up 1% and Fisher and Paykel up 1.5%. But unfortunately, the iron ore miners, despite the fact the iron ore price was uh, heading towards $200, it seems that nobody either believes 
that it should be this high or believes that it will stay this high or that maybe we've seen the iron ore stocks get a little bit ahead of themselves. But we did see today some weakness in that sector with BHP down 0.3%, Rio down 1.2% and Fortescue, which has enjoyed a good run of late, down 1.5% there. Energy stocks slightly better. OPEC Plus seemed to cancel their meeting and came out with a statement saying they would gently increase production as global growth uh, responds. Woodside up 1.1% and Santos up 1.1% as well. In some of the big news today in corporate news, Airtasker rose 12.5% after their quarterly and business update showing they would beat prospectus. And Ansel up nearly 4% after upgrading the FY21 expectations. A2 Milk as well. Finally, a decent day for A2 Milk, or well, relatively decent, only 13 cents, but up 1.88% today. But uh, there was some media speculation that uh, one or two players may be circling A2 Milk corporate action there, but uh, not a huge response given only a 1.9% rise and given the falls that we've seen in A2 Milk. St. Barbara lost nearly 8%. Production falls and costs rise. Never a good combination for any miner there at all. In separate stocks with big moves, we saw a Strike STX. They were up 10% following their quarterly report. And Remelius down 9% and DeGray down 10% with those second-line oil stocks taking a big hit at the moment and certainly some profit-taking creeping in there. Link administration closed down just over 6% after the consortium has withdrawn and it's looking at different plans for its PEXA state. Nickel Mines, NIC, dropped nearly 5%. Saw some broker downgrades today after that disappointing quarterly yesterday. And Metals X, disappointing quarterly just for a change, down 6.4% there. Talga, TLG, down nearly 4%. That sell-off continues. And ATA Energy, which has been one of the rocket emoji stocks, uh, was up 35% today. So we did see a recent update on their drilling in North America, and that has drawn some buyers back. Thankfully, 5GN actually had a decent quarterly, it seemed, and market happy to uh, jump on board, up nearly 9.2% today. Calix, CXL, that one there, up 1.1%, and Core Exploration. We saw some news there today that the largest shareholder will be doubling its lithium hydroxide output. They were up 9.6%. High Pages, a recent listing to the ASX, rose 11.6% after their quarterly brought buyers back. And Appen had a bit of a broker upgrade by Macquarie, rose 3.3%. In banking news, Westpac settled its Shine Justice class action, stock rising 1.2% today. Don't forget banking results for the big three next week. So all eyes on that. Speculative stock of the day was the stock I wrote up in uh, Henry's take this morning. RTR Rumble Resources, a zinc play. Uh, they have a new project, uh, a new zinc discovery, Irahidi. Stock rose 23.6% today. It was in suspense when I wrote it up. They did do a placement to raise 40 million bucks at 50 cents to uh, rus uh, to shuffle things along quicker at uh, the Irahidi uh, Zinc Discovery, and the stock closed at 68 cents today with a low of 59.5 and a high of 70.5, so a pretty big day for Rumble Resources. 
in corporate news in a little more detail, Ansel up nearly 4%. It upgrade, upgraded its full-year EPS guidance to $1.92 to $202 US dollars versus previous guidance of $1.60 to $1.70 US. Demand for PPE around the world remains elevated. Coles Group up 1.5% today, reported Q3 sales 8.76 billion versus a year ago of 9.23 billion. Comparable two-year growth, though up 7%, so not looking too bad. The outlook at the end of Q3 and in the first few weeks of Q4, consumer behaviour has started to normalise. Sun Group. Suncorp Group, rather, SUN, rose 0.8%, is selling its Australian wealth business to LGIA Super for $45 million. And Samfire Resources, copper production for the third quarter, 16,803 tonnes versus 16,390 tonnes a quarter ago. And cash on hand, $463.6 million. Full year 21 guidance expects production at the upper end of the 67 to 70,000 tonnes for copper and 36 to 40,000 ounces for gold. JB Hi-Fi, in the news today, they have lost their CEO, Richard Murray, who has been around for 18 years. The good guy's CEO, Terry Smart, will be taking over, while Murray will be replacing Mark McInnes over at Premier Investments and Solly Lou. IGO Limited up uh, only 0.3 of a percent today. They had uh, Q3 underlying EBITDA 93 million reports Q3, group revenue and other income of 186. Cash cost expected to continue to benefit from favourable by-product credit pricing and cash costs for the full year are expected to be materially better than the original guidance of 180 to 210 a pound. St. Barbara as well, numbers out today fell nearly 8%, so obviously the market didn't like those numbers. Gold production was uh, 82,303 ounces at an AISC, all-in sustaining cost, of 1,649 bucks versus a quarter ago, which was production of 89,670 ounces at 1,517 dollars an ounce so production down and costs up a not a great outcome for their air tasker q3 trading performed ahead of expectations costs below forecast as well and that's looking good and revenue expected now between 25.5 and 26 from the prospectus forecast of 25 24.5 million so nothing the market likes better than beating a prospectus forecast which is the whole idea of the prospectus they rose 7.8 percent today in economic news we saw australia's trade surplus hit 8.4 billion as uh, iron ore up 21 copper up 62 and coal exports increased 272 million on nine percent exports to china were up 17 percent or 1.9 billion in March. So things going pretty well. That CPI rose 0.6 of a percent this quarter, and that gives a core rate of uh, 0.3 and 1.1 at the headline there for the core rate. The most significant price-wise rise was automotive fuel, and the biggest fall was furniture. Good luck if you're buying new furniture. That's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening to the end of day report and have a great evening.